Hey nerds, Shauna, Mariah, Eric, Denise, and David here to talk through Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, the last movie, last, I think, anything in phase four of Marvel this year, MCU this year. Uh, so before we get into what we thought about it, kind of talking through that, we're going to talk through what we're drinking. And I'm going to start with David. What you got today? It's a screwdriver. I was I was trying to think of the name because like, we just talked about this and we said it wasn't a screwdriver. Then I Googled it and it was, and I got put on the spot first. So screwdriver. it's tequila. It's tequila and orange juice. And then I got another one that's tequila and a Red Bull. So I don't know what you call that. But a rough morning. Good God. I was going tequila, you know, for the for the <laughs> for the black brown alliance. Denise said that the black and brown alliance didn't exist. And I I feel like it does. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you said it doesn't exist. I mean, I think it, it to a degree, yes. But there are, there are places where we're still fighting. I mean, you know, I have thoughts. But I didn't think it would affect your drink. Goddamn. All right, Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it, just... That didn't. I felt it was an opportunity uh, to, to create a bonding experience. But. I feel like so you're drinking wrong, so I guess you made your decision. Tequila and Red Bull. So the tequila and the Red Bull. Wait, what's the black and brown? Because it's tequila. Mexican. Yeah. Oh, and you're black. Yeah. So that's where the... <laughs> I thought something in your drink... I thought the drink mixing together would have been the black and brown alliance. I thought, like, where's the... Gotcha. Okay. We're off to a great start. Oh, man. This is wonderful. It's orange juice. And one of them said so that would have been an orange or brown alliance. Yeah, but sure. we're gonna. They've been going that way lately. They've been going that way lately. I don't know what y'all was thinking in Georgia. My, my Hispanic brothers and sisters. I don't know what I don't know what y'all was thinking in Georgia. Anyway, who's up next? <laughs> Shauna is up next. Shauna, what are you what are you drinking, Shauna? I'm just so happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also, I'm doing tequila. So I have a Paloma. So it's just tequila, some grapefruit seltzer from Costco, Kirkland. Just keep it real with the Kirkland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I put a little bit of lime juice in there. I don't know if that's supposed to be in there or not, but I went for it. Um, also kind of just celebrating that Mexican peninsula, the Aztecs. And I thought that was, that was, that was the direction that I went tonight. Okay. Yep. Nice. Mariah. I'm drinking wine. Back on it. She's finally. Wine. Finally has an alcoholic beverage in her hand. So we're back. Eric and I are drinking wine. Nice. To start it off. Okay. Little Wakanda date night. Nothing special about the wine, just the only bottle I can find in the apartment. So, it's no red. significance to the cab, Pino? Mexico, or anything. What type? It's of- a, it's a Pinot Noir. Okay. Mm, Grigios okay. are white, right? Or Grigios also red? No, Pinot Grigios are are white. Yeah, Grigios. Are- okay, so this is Noir. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Um, I went with a dark and stormy. It seems very appropriate. Very aquatic. Yeah. Yeah. Got a nice bottle of rum. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, basic 
plot Queen Ramonda, Shuri Mbaku Okoye, and Adora Milaje fight to protect their nation from the intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's, good God, death. Rum is starting to hit. As the you Wakanda just fucked up the stress. one name you can't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> King T'Challa. I apologize. <laughs> King T'Challa's death as the Wakandans strive to embrace their next chapter. The heroes must band together with Nakia and Everett Ross to form a new path for their beloved kingdom. So, of course, coming into this movie, we, man, lost Chadwick. So we lost our King T'Challa. Yeah. We knew it was going to be emotional from the trailers, right? So we knew, I I don't, I'm, I'm telling you, I still to this day cannot watch that trailer without crying. Going into the movie, I knew. So me with movies, I was already prepared. I kind of, I, I'm actually glad I got there on time because the way movies go now, it's 20 trailers. Yeah. The show starts at three. The movie actually doesn't start until like 3.30. Mm-hmm. So I sat down with my beer. I said, oh, now I got to start with, you know, 20 trailers. Let's go. And then everything went dark. And I heard Shuri say, bossed. And I said, oh, shit, we jumping straight into it. Yeah. Man. How yeah, we saw that. Thing. No, go, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. I was going to say, because we saw that first 20 minutes twice. So in both theaters. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, so. Right. Like, let's talk about why you've seen this. <laughs> yes. Twice. I, I have never in my life had a blackout in the middle of a movie theater, ever. <laughs> So the whole, like the whole complex went out. I'm glad we were only 20 minutes in because everyone else in the other like theaters or the other, uh, yeah, theaters, oh. they were like hour plus into their movies and they were super pissed that they're going to have to go back and rewatch the first hour and a half of the movie they just saw. So Man. lights never came on. We waited like an hour and a half. Imagine um, I've never had that happen. Oh my God. I'd fight. Yeah. You're going to make me sick. I was definitely scared at first. I was like, is this like a lockdown situation? Like is, is something happening? But Damn. so, so yeah, so watch the movie twice in the span of three hours, four hours. But um, when they brought the Marvel across the screen and they had all the Chadwick Bowman, I mean, both theaters and I mean, they were they were both huge um, theaters and up to the point people were kind of like, you know, wrestling around. But both times it was like dead silent. Like you could hear a pin drop. It went right into the movie. I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard a theater that quiet before. It, it was crazy. So David and I both saw it at three o'clock on Thursday, like the first showing we could have actually actually seen. And we saw it in Dolby, like the Dolby surround, right? I don't think I've ever been able to hear silence before, if that makes sense. <laughs> like yeah. that was absolutely like, I could hear it. I could feel it. It just, the entire chaotic of her running around trying to save him what's the confidence rate what's the confidence rate my anxiety was through the roof just that entire scene and then it just going completely still Anissa actually had been vlogging her whole day so she couldn't wait to get the Marvel sign to put it as part of her day and as soon as it came up I was like you know I look over and her whole face is wet and she's like "Mm -mm. nope I I had the same experience silent movie theater for that and then it actually book ended the movie because that and the follow-up at the end of the movie mm-hmm. when shuri is sitting down and it's just visions of of chadwick as as t'challa same thing i same mm-hmm. impression as you did denise i was like i, he, I it was so quiet you could hear the silence it was so to start and end the movie like that just chills it was and people, people responded yeah i'm glad that was y'all's experience 
So Denise and I were in the same movie theater, but on different sides of the theater. Yeah. Now, I thought we were going to a fancy movie theater. I mean, it is. So it's just, it's like a, it's, I don't know if it's a franchise or whatever, but it's Icon Theaters out in Tyson's in Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I was back at a cinema cafe um, because while, while you guys, it was all quiet, you could hear pin drops and it was emotional. Um, I had a motherfucker in front of me delivering chicken wings. So Shuri is trying to check the confidence rate. I've paid $22 for this goddamn movie ticket. And this dickhead cannot find who he's supposed to be giving these chicken wings to. And it takes him, it takes him a good three trips down this aisle. Um, and the problem was that people hadn't sat down yet. So I got to watch all of this play out. And on, in my, on my left, while I'm trying to watch the movie. Oh, yeah, and those then, dining theaters. Yeah, I didn't know it mess. was a dining theater. I just thought it was a nice theater. I didn't know. Like, I, I knew there was, you could buy food. I didn't know it would just, they would just deliver it to you. Because that seems like a horrible idea. I've seen people bring food. I've never seen people have it delivered. So I apologize for your experience. Oh, yeah. Um, now you can, at like any AMC, Regal, anything, if they're too delivered. busy, they'll bring it down. Yeah, nah, which I, is ridiculous. You need to Stop wait, that's get there early. Yeah, because especially at three o'clock on Thursday, it wasn't packed. You couldn't yeah. look the window no. and got your food. Neither here nor there. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I was, I was just saying, I'm I'm glad you guys got to experience that. From what I got to see, uh, when everything cleared up was right, right when they go to the title sequence, and it's all the different pictures of Chadwick. Man, goddamn. There was a choice there to not play music, and that was that was a fucking awesome choice. And I think that laid that laid everything to rest for me, so I could enjoy the movie mm-hmm. going forward. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 that was really that was a really good idea. Man, it was absolutely perfect the way they did it. Yeah, and, it, and it's interesting that it was an a, a, of course that we know cancer unfortunately is what took him, but. You know, it's an unknown illness. You know, he's out there mm-hmm. in space fighting Thanos. He's fighting all these forces, and he's so strong. And the thing that takes him is an illness. And it's kind of, again, yeah. just that Game of Thrones where they can go into battle facing dragons and everything all they want. Childbirth takes you. It's just the smallest mm-hmm. thing. Our human bodies are so... Man, it's, it's crazy. God. Whew. All right. Um, so it starts out political. They're in the UN building. Um, basically everybody in the world wants vibranium. They're like, look, you have it. You got to, you got to bring it out. And Angela is basically like, no, not Angela. Queen Ramonda is basically like, absolutely not. It's not, I don't, it's not vibranium. I don't trust. It's you. I don't trust. Yeah. Angela, Angela is so powerful. Yeah. Angela, what? I'm going to, I'm telling, I'm going to call her Angela this entire time. I'm just, I'm just saying. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So everybody. Angela, we're good. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, that was so powerful. I mean, that was just like that whole that whole opening scene was just amazing. Well, not right. opening, but like after you know, interesting. That was man, right, man. I I also loved it being cut with the absolute wiping of the floor yep. of the of the uh, Frenchman by the Dormalaji, like. I, I could watch those women fight forever. Every single oh, yeah. time I get teared up, I get chills. Like even watching them do TikToks, I would, I'm like hanging on every movement. It's phenomenal. I just, I love the choreography that they have. It's 
so great. And I really love Michaela Cole. So I was so excited to see her in this one. Oh, yeah. New faces. We'll get to that in a second. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Angela basically is is telling them, no, we're going to keep it to ourselves. We don't trust you. And that um, unfortunately, you know, when you tell somebody, you know, they can't have something. It absolutely is going to make them want it even more because they think you're hiding something. So the person who wants it even more in this movie that we find out is Val. She dreams of it, she tells her ex-husband Ross, and she she really wants to just get her hands on it. So well, what do we think of Val being in this movie with her entire point of, you know, I really want this vibranium? I like it because, I mean, it gives them a... They need, they need something to be a unifying force ultimately, and I think that she's it mm-hmm. it wasn't a, it wasn't enough time for me to say okay she's in the movie too fucking long like mm-hmm. i didn't want it there at all mm-hmm. but if they if they have to use this story to build momentum into the rest of it mm-hmm. that that five to ten minutes she got was enough okay i think i think that that like i i agree with you david i liked seeing her there but that was that's part of the weight of being the last movie of phase four, right? Or the last offering of phase four is you're completing the chapter, but you have to set up phase five as well. So they have to start planting seeds for thunderbolts and getting you excited right. for the next phase two. Right. So it's, I don't know. I'm kind of like, it's kind of a shame that they had to spend time there. It felt like it pulled from, some of the stuff that was more interesting for me, but I, I know why she was there and I, I didn't mind seeing her. I like that character can, overall. Can someone just give a quick overview of who she is? Cause I don't know her character. Like, I don't know who she's supposed to be. So in this, in, in the MCU, it's easier in the MCU. She's the director of the CIA. Okay. But and she, been, I mean, she, she's been recruiting kind of the, the gray area anti-heroes like Yelena, she's kind of recruiting her and uh, US what's agent for, that was US a agent. Winter Soldier. Yeah. Right. So she she's she's building her team of kind of shadowy figures who will operate outside of military. She's kind of you know, it's a little bit like Professor X and like his secret team. That's kind of okay. her. She's got a she's got a public face. And then she's got a secret team, Suicide got, got Squad, it. if you will. Is she in any <laughs> other? Cause I didn't. I didn't watch quite a few of those, sh- like the Disney um, Plus. Yeah, she was in a couple. Shorts. Uh, but like, oh, okay. the little little two minutes parts though. Like she was at got the it. end of uh, Black Widow, mm-hmm. and okay. then she was in Falcon um, Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, I didn't watch that one. Okay. And I think what like an episode of Hawkeye. Probably. Didn't, yeah. Oh, didn't watch that one either. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe I'll go back and, and watch those. <laughs> yeah, but that's something that you said, because this is where I kind of wish the MCU wasn't like this. I love that everything is so joined, but like you said, you know why they're there. And unfortunately, it's not right. to bring any value to the current story of what's going on. It's for a project that's maybe two, three years down the road, right? So how yeah. do we feel about that? Like, do you... So, we, go ahead. I was about to say, like, with that, for me, I felt better about it when I saw the Midnight Angel suits. Because I, I just figured, okay, I know they were doing that Wakanda show. So maybe this is all just going to fold off into that direction. Mm-hmm. So then I, I kind of felt better about it. 
Okay. My bad, but go ahead with what you were. <laughs> no, I didn't know if anybody else had any thoughts on just, do you feel like these little, I'm going to drop this character in here because I'm going to need them two movies later. Does that take away from the current story or do you, or do you feel okay with that? Because again, as much as I loved her in this movie, Riri, when you go back, this entire movie same. could have happened without her. Yeah, same. same. I feel the same way about it. Right. So I'm like, and then even sometimes Ross, I'm like, all of this could have happened. I know you're here because you have a project coming up or because they need you for something down the line, but you didn't really bring any value to the movie, in my opinion. So one thing that I'll say that I do like about that, what what we're talking about, like how you bring characters very briefly and they're not really part of the current story. But you know they're going to be major characters down the line, though, right? Mm -hmm. I think it adds a lot to the rewatch value of movies. Right. Because then you're going to go back and just rewatch that one movie where they appear five minutes to be like, oh, man, I connected all the dots at this point, you know? That's where people don't really know who the the characters are initially. Like like we we do with T'Challa and his, what, couple of minutes in... uh... Which one? What? What is his debut in? Wasn't Civil War? Um, Civil it War. Wasn't, I mean, it wasn't Civil War. No, no, you're right. Civil War. I thought there. I thought his entrance. I thought his entrance was shorter than that. But no, you're right. He's like a pretty major character in Civil yeah. War. My bad. We follow him. <laughs> I'll backtrack. Forward. I'll backtrack right out of that. But I, I, I agree though. I think a lot of even like it's America Chavez in Multiverse of Madness. It's that you're totally right, Eric. There they're setting up for the next generation so that we can see their origin stories and their entry into the MCU as kind of a dip, like a toe dip instead of a, here's a whole movie just for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where the MCU is like amazing at where, you know, they already mapped like the next 10 years, you know, and they already selected like the characters and what they're going to be part of. But they drop them in here and there, little by little, you know what I mean? Very, like, quietly, per se. Not to the people that really, like, know the characters, you know, from comic books and all that. But for, like, the major audience that is not really in tune with it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, who is this and who is that? And you're probably going to be like, okay, didn't really care for that character, but then... Three years from now, when we're watching the Thunderbolts or like we're watching Secret Wars, you're gonna see like all these characters. You're like, okay, now now it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So coming into this movie, we kind of already knew the Black Panther was going to be a female, just based. I mean, really, just based on the anatomy of it. And then um, Eric, you shared with us that Lego set that basically said Shuri is going to be, <laughs> yeah, the Black Panther. Um. She kind of had a lot of controversy around her coming into this movie with her vaccination mm-hmm. status, getting hurt mm-hmm. on set. You know, production was kind of halted for a little bit. How did you feel about her being the Black Panther? Were you on board with it and okay with it? Or did you need to kind of see the journey and the buildup to her putting on the suit to getting there to feel like, okay, or, or are you okay with it? Or do you wish it was somebody else? I was okay with it because I'd already seen it. I mean... My expectation was for it to be her if they weren't going to bring in another actor to just take over the role of T'Challa. I figured, okay, well, it only makes sense that she takes on 
at, at least the role of Black Panther because it's already canon, so they've already got a backdrop for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I was happy they didn't make an arbitrary change. I was also ready for her to be the Black Panther. I think it makes sense. Uh, I did think that it was... Like, the the end of the movie was a little bit confusing for me, where M'Baku is like, I'm here to challenge to be king, and Shuri was just kind of gone, and the princess was gone, and I was like, so who's leading Wakanda right now? So I think that might be where Letitia as a person versus Shuri as a character is kind of playing out in that tension. Maybe they're not ready to really invest in mm. Letitia Wright and make her queen of Wakanda, but to have her be Black Panther in this movie made a lot of sense. I liked the journey. Uh, I liked her journey of vengeance and revenge Mm -hmm. um, coming to peace with it and and being more of a leader role. But maybe that's kind of the MCU's way to gently kind of say, "Eh, we're not fully invested yet. We're we're parting ways with her. Yeah. I I thought they were going to throw us a a curveball at one point in the movie. Like I was really... I was really hoping for Killmonger to come in Oof. and don the the mantle yeah. some kind of way, you know, with the whole, you know, um, multiverse and the options of having different variations of the character in some kind of way. I was really hoping that we were going to see him um, don the mantle. Now, this is not to say that he might actually be the future Black Panther mm-hmm. when Secret Wars comes in and all that, but I was actually super happy when he's the one that came into the ancestral plane. I thought that was yeah. super cool because yeah, that that kind of connected that rage that she had. Oh, absolutely. And why nobody else came forward to her and it was him to kind of be like, Hey, you are gonna be exactly what I did when I done the mantle. Yeah, and you just gotta come out with the claws and go crazy, but I'm going to be the one, probably odd one of the bunch where she didn't sell me as a Black Panther. No, you're not. I didn't like it. I'm with you. When I, and and I don't think it's fair. I tried not to, because I don't think it's fair to her. Because again, none of this was planned. You know, Chad. Yeah, no, definitely. So I, I, I I tried not to compare the two of them, but even going back in the rewatches today with Civil War and uh, Black Panther, it's night and day man for me like just oh yeah i i something was definitely missing in this movie with him not here Mm -hmm. i love the role she played on the original where she's Mm -hmm. like you know the 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 tech person that's like gifting you Mm -hmm. all this tech and being the playful sibling Mm -hmm. and she brought so much character to the to 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 that character. They were you know a tag I mean? team, man. They were part. Oh, of it was amazing. Yeah. Was but now having the car, he was the she was the muscle. Yeah, the brain that was so cool to, for me to see how they interacted. They right. were doing the little dance, and you know what I mean. Right. Um, I will say this. I think it's exactly what you guys are talking about. Where they're just you know they did us the service to show us and give us a Black Panther for the movie. Mm-hmm. But little by little, they're just going to be pushing it in a different direction. So where M'Baku is the leader right now of Wakanda, probably, it looks like it by the looks of it, they're going to give him his own like go at maybe something because the character really 
develop like way deeper into mm -hmm. who he is in this movie for me. Like I was rooting for him the whole time. Um, yeah. yeah, I really like Mbaku on this one. He like really showed growth. Oh my god, he's oh actually hilarious to me. At every, I yeah. loved every scene he was in. Yeah, <laughs> that one scene. Remember when something about you devil. Oh, oh yeah, like, like, ball ball <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was funny. Totally ad lib too. So like, just the, their connection with each other. That's funny. Just yeah. that you're in an argument with somebody, and that's basically what, probably what you would say in an argument to somebody that you're arguing with. You're like, man, you ball had fucking demon god, like you know, and it just came out of his mouth naturally. That wasn't anything that was yeah. scripted. That was pretty funny. Um, yeah, no, I would love to see him in like his own short, like had they had the group short specials or something. Me too. Especially because he is taking on that mantle to be king. I kind of want to see, not without, you know, putting it in a movie. I don't think we need to see it in a movie. Yeah. If they could do just like a little intro or short special or like, you know, when they had like Who Framed Roger Rabbit before the movies, they had the little, the baby, baby Herman, baby Huey. Herman, little, I think special. it is. So if we could get something animated or something just to say like a little quick like 10 minute thing of him out in the world, out in the West. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at watching yeah, a show fun. in Disney Plus with him and, yeah. Um, you know. So say we're getting a show based on what yeah. we so I mean. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm hyped for that one because I know they're oh, going to be introducing was, things here and there. I thought it was um, like uh, based on either the Dora or like Okoye specific. It's like, but it's on. It's the Okoye podcast. show. Yeah, I just it figured, is gonna I mean, be. I figured show. he would have to be involved in it somehow, because yeah. yeah, most definitely. I mean, how he came to her at the end and was like, you know, I promised your brother that I was gonna give you direction and I was gonna, you know, be an advisor to you. I thought oh. that was super cool. Yeah, Denise, I immediately thought of those the running gag for a little while in Marvel with of Thor and his roommate Daryl. Yeah, that's yeah. something like that. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> immediately. No, yeah, like about. I don't, I don't need to see it in because I, I, I mean, I feel like it could be something separate, and then so that way when you're doing your show, it's already fully baked and it's in there. So something kind of just to drop along the way, just to build it up. Because one of the things I think I saw, like they didn't even have three planned out because they didn't know how this movie was going to do without him, especially right. after having to rewrite ninety percent of it when he passed. So they were kind of just feeling it out. So now that you know, we want more. Just go ahead mm -hmm. and just drop little things in there like that. that I mean, this movie was supposed to be completely different from what I read on one of the articles mm -hmm. was the whole direction was the aftermath of like, you know, the snap. Yeah. Him like dealing back. with everybody missing and you know what I mean? Like that was supposed to be the direction of this movie. But right. I mean, we got something completely different. Yeah. Can we talk about it now? Let's talk about it. <laughs> can, we talk, can we talk about what we got different? Because I've been Let's waiting. Go. David, go, go, go. 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 Lake Bell is my favorite white person to see die in movies now. Listen, <laughs> what else they is she stuck. dying? Like, but this one was awesome. But what else? Did, what else is she dying that you like? Get out. Oh, I didn't see Get Out. You know, I can't do scary movies. You what? And what? I don't do scary. Mm -mm. I yeah, I, I, I raised my voice. My bad. <laughs> so not, none of wait, none of y'all have seen Get Out because this is a big oh no, I seen it. Get Out. Yeah, no, of course. Oh, okay. I still know who that person she was shaking is. her head at me. The, so, I hate uh, the, girl, the girlfriend. I know who she was in the movie. I've never seen it. Yeah, she, played, yeah, she her, played the she played the girlfriend that, that takes him to her family and everything. Yeah, yeah. But you know, they were down there trying to get the vibranium. Yeah, boy, they ended up in a horror movie. Woo. 
You know, it, when it's she so turned funny. around, that nigga was gone. She didn't know what to do. <laughs> and so that's awesome. where it cut out at. The panic in her face <laughs> Listen, the was like, is something whoa. I never want to play around with. Sometimes in my TikTok feed, I'll see this is the furthest we've ever gone down in the ocean. I'm like, get out of yeah. there. Nah, get fuck that. Out yeah. of there. So to Send be me the fucking there, space. I don't want yeah. that deep. Nope. <laughs> Look Ooh, at nope. no, the so When he came scared, up out of the it. ocean, it was just, I mean, that, and that's where it cut out for us too, was like right at that part. And it yeah. was just like, you knew it was about to get good and he comes out and he's just huge. And I love the face, like the mask they have with the water. I mean, they just look so, so cool. They did so many subtle things in here. Like when they just had the three people floating above the water. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I thought that was amazing. And there was like 12 of them. That was yeah. creepy as shit. Jesus H. I have goosebumps right now. And then like they the siren doing- type of song that they were playing. Yeah. That that to me was a level of detail that I was like, wow, you 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 guys are going in a whole direct, different but here's direction. My, but here's my thing. Hmm. That was a little bit performative, wasn't it? Like that was a little bit dramatic on their part. They could have just- yeah. They could have just shown up. They didn't have to do it like that. They could have just. I love. There was that a much. Like there was a much faster way to do that. I felt like they knew they were putting on a show. They said, "Look, we're here. How often do they get to do that?" Right, but here's the thing: they're not going to leave any survivors, so they're not leaving anybody to tell anybody else what happened. So, so you they're think doing they, this purely you think for on themselves. The Broadway show was just too much. They should just <laughs> went in there and killed everybody. Yeah, they, you saw, you saw what happened. They killed every single one of them. Nobody <laughs> lived. No one. So the only people who know, they did all that shit, popping up in the water one at a time, and all that. Is that in the shit. audience? Yeah, yeah, but they don't know we're an audience, so they just think they they did it for them. <laughs> <laughs> and that is so fucking cute to me. You gotta keep going. If you don't use it, you lose it. You gotta just keep that. You gotta keep practicing your skills. You gotta make sure you still. She got thought it. she got away. I thought she got away at first. <laughs> yeah, so did I. I knew she didn't get away. When Namora watched her fly off, I said, "Oh, okay, they're they're good." And then when she said, nah. "I'm being pulled backwards," I said, "Oh shit, she got a spear with a thing on it." Then we see this motherfucker in midair spinning around like he yeah. got cat by the tail. Yep. Marvel hired Lake Bell to just die. She, they, they hired her for 15 minutes. They said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you in this movie. And for about five minutes, everybody's going to think, oh, shit. Lake Bell joined the MCU. Who's she going to play down the line? This is going to be cool as fuck. <laughs> and then we're, we're going to throw you into the fucking Atlantic Ocean. Man. You're, you're a prop. Good on her, though, for clearing the Wakanda's name before she went down. I, I said, thank you, my lady. Thank you, lady. Yeah, because when she, when she told him it was the Wakanda so confidently, I was like, you dickhead. You motherfucker. <laughs> but, but when she said it wasn't them. Said, she was like, they have blue skin. I was like, yeah, it wasn't them. Yeah. Well, it was our good old handsome. Handsome. Just, I, I'm going to stick beside him. Serpent God. Good. Yeah. Yes. Whew. To his enemies, he is Namor. Yeah. And he's played by Tenoch Huerta. And David, this is something that you talked about earlier. I can't remember if you talked about it on the pod or not, but you basically just said that they're pulling in for these front runners people that we would not expect. And I know we said before there were other people that people wanted to see play Namor. And they, mm-hmm. they bring this guy up, and we're like, well, what are you going to do with him? We've never heard of him. He's going to suck. And this motherfucker acted Amazing. the house down. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So they have this I mean, it worked. Of going out and finding actors that we're like, who? 
and then putting them out there. And I mean, they show out. Namora, yeah. played by M- 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 Mabel Cadena, she spent mm-hmm. the entire movie just about in a mask. All I saw were her eyes. Yeah. And if you see yeah. her actually in real life, she is the sweetest. Her eyes are so bright. She fills a room. She's so sweet. With that fucking mask on, she was a goddamn problem. Those eyes were intense. <laughs> and I never wanted her to look at me. No, she was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. terrifying she was a problem mm-hmm. the whole movie that, she had goals and he was fucking with them like God. she 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 was like we are building an empire and you're really getting in my way and she didn't she just did not have time for that <laughs> but i don't even think if that's what they were doing she just basically was like well he out here fighting so i'm gonna fight with him i'm gonna stick beside him and we're gonna fight to save our name because their empire is already built yeah so yeah. Yeah, maybe so not, maybe not empire. I mean, like legacy. Like she, she is there for survival. I, I think she's one of the ones that's keep the nation closed. Don't go out there looking for fights. But also, she's she's got a real problem, and she's willing to punch her way through it. She does. Well, we find out that uh, when they're out there trying to, when they're you know, uh, Angela and Sherry are talking. The problem is that. T'Challa has basically brought vibranium out to the world. So they mm-hmm. see that as a problem because now the world is coming into the ocean to get the vibranium. So you, mm-hmm. you're, basically, you're basically bringing people to us. T'Challa is bringing them to us. So it's your fault. Somebody built this vibranium finder and I need you to bring the person to me so that I can kill them. And if you don't, I'm going to come back and kill all y'all. Yeah. This is but, where the plot got a little fuzzy for me. This seems mm-hmm. like a very elaborate way to get everybody in the room. Just me. What do you mean? It did, it just seemed very like they they could just he could just do that. He could just go get Riri. I don't know. It just it I don't know. The the whole time I was watching the interactions between these two peoples, I was I was like, really I, I feel like the conflict was really forced like they i don't know i it didn't it, i didn't it i didn't buy the conflict there i really just thought that they should get along i don't know how else to explain it it just felt really manufactured no you're right and it's it's weird because it, it was on the beach he was like i want the scientist this is your fault give me the scientist later on he's talking to shuri he's like i need an ally yeah the yeah come to us so and i'm like mm-hmm. if that's what you wanted why didn't you say that the first time you came up i mean yeah. to me he had me at hello so he could have he's got anything well i mean at, at the same time you guys got to remember what he said was i don't want the outside world to know we're here yeah right the whole time he's just worried about that so he basically came to to wakanda and was like hey you give up the scientists and we're good to go we go our way you go your way that's it but now that's not you what don't. he wanted he later now you have a i need an ally and the way to get an ally isn't just a pop up out of nowhere slip past their security talk about how great everything looks and oh by the way i'm gonna kill you if you don't deliver this scientist to me i yeah. think because he sees a bigger part of the, it, there's gonna be a war going on like war is gonna happen to where because they're the two nations that have vibranium is like we either gonna join together against this enemy or you know we're pretty much gonna have to fight our own battles yeah i th- i think that this is where the movie gets 
just fuzzy for me. And I think it is one of the things we already talked about where it's, there's a lot of things this movie is trying to accomplish and it was massively overhauled. So I, I think that that, that central conflict, it does like exactly like you said, Denise, it, it just didn't feel on solid ground for me. I, I, I loved his introduction. I I loved seeing everything. It was visually stunning, but it definitely just, yeah i i couldn't I couldn't quite buy into it. Right. He he takes Sherry back with them. She comes down there. She sees basically his whole world, his people. She kind of gets an understanding of why he's doing everything. He mm-hmm. gives her his mother's bracelet, which to me is just that's a bit forward. I think. But For she needed it. Gift. But she needed it so that she could create the synthetic heart herb. Yeah, down the line. Of course, it built into the plot. But I'm just saying, like, I just met you. I'm holding Yeah, I thought it was a little odd, like, that he just passed that over. Well, I mean, he built some trust, maybe. He's asking her a lot. Well, I mean, exactly, because he is asking a lot. So it's like he said, you're the very first person outside of Tlalocon to be inside of Tlalocon. So I'm giving you this trust. And I'm giving you the one thing that is the closest to me, the only thing that I remember my my mother by, to you, so you can see like where I come from and like what my yeah, intentions like, you know, are. Because he he tells her like I need you to understand I'm I'm serious like I yeah. really 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 want your help. I don't need it. I could just kill all of you, but I really want your help. Yeah. And so that that part, I mean, I got it. Like that was just to move the plot forward. It still felt organic to me, just mm-hmm. like saying, "Okay, well, that kind of makes sense." Because yeah, that what he's giving her is a lot, but at the same time, he's like, "Yo, you have to let me kill that girl." Yeah. So, <laughs> so he's he's trying he's trying to she could really drive that point home. Yeah. <laughs> and we find out that she didn't even really make it for the purpose of finding Vibram. It was just a class project to her. And then it got stolen. Yeah, and used, and she had yeah to I was going to say that. Yeah. It sounded like it just got stolen out yeah, of her. Did. You know she what I mean? And it got out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I ain't like yeah. her. You didn't like her? I hope, I hope something changes. I, you I know what? Like I told Mariah the same thing. When we got out of the theater, I was like, you know what? There's something about her character that I just, I'm, I can't get with it. I don't I just know can't. what it was. I just, I, the the first time she started talking, I was like, nope. It was just yeah. That's I, what I told her too. Like I was her. like, the way she she is like, you know, bringing up type of topics and like how she's talking inside of the cave. You know, I don't know. It didn't feel to me like she's gonna be because I I'm thinking they're gonna try to push her to be a main character coming. You know, oh yeah, they in are the next she's, movies. Ironheart. Yeah. She's like the new Iron Man, pretty much. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, for her to be that loose as a character, like the, the introduction to me was not there. Yeah, I need. I I don't, I don't think we. I don't think that's all of her. Her character growth. I think that the show was going to play a big part of it. Mm-hmm. When is that really show hope... coming out again? Next year, I think. Is it next year? Or year or huh. year after that? But. Whenever that happens, I hope that yeah. something inside of her clicks because I know she can act. I just it's just something about her playing this character that just does is not hidden right now for me. But you yeah, know what? No, me it, it really could be that I I think with a lot of these young characters that they're teeing up as the next generation, 
they probably don't know exactly how they're going to hit and land with audiences yet. And they will kind of shape and change and mold these characters a little bit more once they find their feet. I mm-hmm. mean, think about the first iteration of Tony Stark. That was weird. It was, it, they, as Tony went on and his his character arc was night and day from where we started. So I think that the benefit of having these young actors come on and 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 do these type of cameos in these movies where they're not leading them, but they're a big part of the the plot um, is a good way to kind of test run with audiences. So say yeah. it loud and say it proud, because I'm sure that somebody will listen at some point and go, okay, she didn't land. Let's mm. see if we can punch her up or punch her down. I, I think yeah, it was I definitely... because we, we saw her kind of baked. We saw her in with characters that are kind of in a story and everything that's been baked in like Black Panther. So do you prefer to see her dropped into a story like this? Or on her own project, like how we did with Ms. Marvel? Own project. Yeah. I think it would have been more appropriate for her to jump in on a project. Like, you know how they're coming out with Armor Wars? Yeah. I think she would have been a, a shoo-in on that one. Because it's it goes along with the with the theme mm-hmm. of technology, armors. Um, well, so that's a movie of armors. Too, yeah, exactly. See, that's, that's cool to me, too. Because it was going to be a show... Yeah, and I well, think they, when they, was were show that made, selling, yeah. they were just selling short War Machine as, you know, just a show character when he has to be his own, you know, movie mm. type of thing. I think she would have been a shoo-in on that, on, that, on that series or now the movie. Here, I feel like she was kind of out of place. Okay. Just, just me. No, it's, it's not. I would say also, I mean, <laughs> also me selfishly. It felt like there was times I was looking at her or Ross or Val, mm-hmm. and it's just like this is time I could be getting, learning more about Namor, learning more about what Namor is thinking. Because like at the end of the movie, she gets real fucking bold, and I'm like, okay, where'd this come from? Mm-hmm. Like, give me something from their relationship. You, mm-hmm. they, they don't, you know. And it felt like the time they gave everybody else could have could have gone to that, and then wrap everybody else in in another project somewhere down the line. Absolutely. But that was right. Uh well they get Riri. They get her on the bridge. We got the infamous bridge scene that we see in the trailers. I for I've never even when in Black Panther when she was fighting like Killmonger, I haven't been worried about Okoye before. I was terrified for her when her shoulder yeah. snapped out mm-hmm. of place and she yeah. had to snap it back in. He had her up against the ropes. When Atuma threw her off that goddamn spear. Oh. Oh, man. He was putting on the clinic. (laughs) Uh, I mean, what an introduction to the strength of that race, though, right? Like how now there's something to mess with. I have a question. Mm -hmm. I have a question. She beat the shit out of them three. And then he was just like, get up. And everybody else was like, all right. Go back to Namora. And they just got up and went. Yeah. 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 So like, did she whoop their asses or were they just messing around? I thought they were dead. Yeah, I thought so too. And she I think was yeah. very she surprised so. too that they got up and walked away. So that's what I she was, was also like. very surprised because I could have swore a spear went through one of their chests. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They were dead, and he just said, "Get up and go to Namora," and they but got up and went. They, but see, and I guess that was my thing, right? Because they they've all drank that uh that from that heart shaped herb, right? Yeah, that's how they can all live. It gave them super strength. Yeah, I imagine they all have super strength and super healing and all that shit. And the fact that drank it too, and she's dead. 
Who? Namor's mom. Well, I mean, but remember the the cannon that they used was like a sonic cannon or something like that, and that's what they were no. saying. Well, no, for the mom didn't didn't he didn't Namor absorb the stuff and she didn't get it or something, or she died of natural causes? I don't know. Oh, you're talking about whose mom? Namor's? Yeah, yeah, yeah Namor from the movie. Yeah, I think she just died she of from the pregnancy. Yeah, because yeah, I think he absorbed everything, and that's why, mm-hmm. like David was saying, he became he like he mentioned, and this is the first time we hear in the MCU, he became a mutant. Yeah, the introduction to mutants in the MCU is right mm-hmm. here. Pointy ears well, and his little pigeon wings. Kamala Khan is a is a mutant too. Yeah, I remember they mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking yeah. about like in the movie. But, universe. Oh, oh, in the movie. Right. to actually say yeah. it, like universe, I was yeah. a mutant and yeah. I internally yeah. screamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> no, I was true. like, yes. But also, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I have a terrible memory, but like, some were blue, but some were not blue. And like, were the people who were blue, were they the ones who drank the herb directly? But the people who were not blue were kind of like their descendants? Did I miss something there? So what I was pointing out to Mariah when we left the theater is, if you notice, when they're inside the water, their their skin turns natural human color. Oh. When they pop out of the water, that's when they become blue. Okay, okay. because for, there was a few shots for the down below mm-hmm. that you see a, a couple of the characters that are with them outside, but completely yeah. like normal color. You know, the, no no water mask, anything like that. They look normal. Soon as they pop out, they turn blue. But my baby, okay. yeah, when saw, brown like when you saw old girl swimming up to the light, like that yep. light was shining on it. You can see yep. it was this normal color. Okay, okay. Yeah, a cool like little detail where like they come back into their world and they look like they did, you know, once when they were, you know, terrestrial, but now they're this blue race when they're out of the water. Speaking I thought that was their super world. Cool. Yeah. They were popping up by that bridge with Ubers by whales and shit. Yeah. And no yeah. yeah. Or how the the orca <laughs> pushes one of them out like a projectile. Yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, five hundred years down there, you they had to learn to domesticate something. Killer whale. Yeah, I mean, this is the assholes of the sea. But I don't think workers live on that end of the sea, do they? Or in the ocean? I don't know. Anyways, um, it doesn't matter. (laughs) 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 It doesn't matter. Never mind. All right, so we get back, and uh, we know that Shuri gets taken. That's where she gets kidnapped. And Okoya goes back, and she's basically telling everybody, yo, these blue people come out the water. I killed them. They pop back up. They're crazy. I don't I don't know what happened. I got to go get her. And Angela looks at her and says, fuck that. I'm taking your rank. You're done. Yo, I feel so bad. The best performance, probably the best speech of the movie right there. But then I kind of think back to why she has so much emotion in that movie, right? At that, especially at that moment, she, at this point, lost her husband. Her husband's dead. She lost T'Challa when Killmonger threw him over the cliff and then she found him again. So she's lost T'Challa once. She lost T'Challa and Shuri to the blip. So she's lost them again. And then she got them back. Then she lost T'Challa to an illness. So she no longer has her son or her husband. Now Mm -hmm. she's lost her son twice and got, you know, Mm -hmm. now she's lost Shuri again. So it's like, it's a constant lose, win, lose of her family, like the people closest to her. She's like, Mm -hmm. yo, I cannot keep losing my people like this. I've given so much. I can't do it anymore. 
I can't. And Okoye tries to say, oh, I lost to my husband. She, Bitch, you can go see him if you want to. <laughs> like, what kind of argument is that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I mean, did you notice when she kind of threw it on her face that when Killmonger became king, they backed him up instead of going. You know, it's like she's well, so. I mean, her, her role is to protect the king, right? Like, that's who they are. Yeah, they said whoever sits in that throne, that's that's who's that's who's back. And I mean, she just doing her job, so that's how that's how you could tell that she's so, you know, that's her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't blame her for upkeeping that, you know, promise or that role of protector, like you no, know. No, but I'm just saying. But I I was scared of Angela in that moment. You know, I saw. Oh what yeah, they went through. I saw what happened on that bridge, and when she was sitting there telling the story, and when she was done and got quiet, I was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I knew what happened and I was still scared yeah. of her I don't know if I've ever felt like such a loss in the MCU where somebody didn't actually die than when Okaya got stripped of being general yeah. I, just, I just and begged uh, that I, was crazy for me I I don't no words <laughs> stop me in my tracks it's like, oh my yeah. god man dropped to her knees and begged but like I said, she's been through that loss a lot, and I, and again, it it was such a, it was such a, a heavy, 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 heavy moment. And again, David, I know you thought because it was so heavy, you thought that's when she that was a speech she gave to the UN. So was it surprising that yeah. she was actually giving it to her people, to you? It was it was so much better that and, it, and it, I mean, and it was so much better that it really w- wasn't even to her people. I think that was just her just letting it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I'm I'm so glad that it was in that throne room as opposed to a bunch of dickheads at the UN. If yeah. it, it felt it felt so much more, and it felt so much more because it was the it was the response to someone else telling her like, "Look, I've you know I've given this country everything," like saying that to her, knowing what she's lost and what she still had to, yeah. you know, stand tall and, and still give off that, that regal essence in the face of and she let, man, she let that thing go. And it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think Ramonda would have done that in the UN. I like, she is, Mm-mm. she is a no. queen when she enters a room. It was when she entered yeah. the UN, it gave me, um, uh, House of the Dragon vibes when the entire house Valerian came in. That it, it cleared the room. She's here. I I don't think she would have emoted that much and give. I don't think she would have given that much of herself to a room of people that she didn't know. Um, that could use it for their own purposes. But in that space, I think yeah, exactly what you said, David. I think that was just pure reaction. And that was the only time we saw her almost outside of herself just. Man, when she started conf- calling her mom, when she started calling her mother and crying. Whew. Oh, my God. Yeah. Boy, I was crying with her. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So this phase, like they said, has been a lot about grief. We saw Wanda lose her husband and her boys. Hawkeye lost Nat. Everybody's losing something. Bucky and uh, fucking Falcon. I ain't mean fucking Falcon. Bucky and Falcon <laughs> lost the speed. Oh, like, did that come out of your nose, David? <laughs> oh, man. I have David blowing tequila out of his nose. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say fucking. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't. You weren't. Oh, no. I ain't blo- what? I, 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 
so I just it's, laugh. It's, it's been a, a, a basically a phase of grief and loss yeah. and I think she the way she handled it and projected it man it just I connected with yeah. hers not so much the most because again uh I remember Hawkeye when he was sitting in that theater just watching that Broadway play I was like god damn he, the way he's doing it the way she is dealing with it is so much different than anyone else in this phase dealing with their grief or their loss. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. But I think, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I think honestly, like, see, here we go again with, with Marvel, right? I think this is a theme that they're getting us ready for. Because let me tell you, phase five Kang is coming. Yeah, exactly. And from what we know about the character and what they're already plotting, we're going to see a lot of lives be lost. So I think we're just getting started with the grieving and the loss type of sense. Like if, if you remember like the previous phases, I mean, they haven't been super happy, but there's been some victories and like, you know, we did it and this and that right here. It's just like loss after loss after change mm-hmm. after who's going to be here for us now. And, you know, I think they're just getting ready for that stage of the Marvel universe to be like dark, just to come back to like, we made it, you know, victory. So I don't know. This is kind of what it, it makes me feel like what we're going through right now. Okay. Well, the girl she lost is actually alive. Down there being courted. Not so much courted, just being, he's just being all nice to her, rubbing shoulders, telling her his story. Yeah. You know, he's like, I, you know, I heard you. And we love a king that listens because he said, I heard you on that beach. You just want the world to burn. Mm-hmm. And I'm right there with you. I want it to burn too. So let's burn this shit together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's burn it together. Um, but yeah, he's 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 basically he needs an ally in her. So basically, he's like, I hear you, I know you, we're alike. Mm-hmm. Let's just do this together. It doesn't make sense to do this separately. So, um, at that time though, Angela calls him because she needs to make sure he, she's alive. She gets Nakia to go down there and rescue her. So while Nakia's rescuing her and murdering two of his people, yeah, he's basically telling Angela, "A war with me ain't what you want." Mm-hmm. So. I mean, just bring yeah. me the scientists and we don't have a problem. Not realizing that his hostage is being kidnapped and his people are being killed yeah. underneath him. It seemed like a small thing, but when he walked up to Angela and started talking like real close to her, like, look, I'll, I'll, I'll kill everybody. The way he said it? That shit was terrifying. I mean, like, he was, like, there was no doubt. There was no question in his voice. It was that, like, I have more troops mm-hmm. than you have. I will come with the You thunder. know what that is? That's like when your parents are yelling at you. You can take yelling all day long, right? Because you're yelling. But when they lean into you, I'm going to whip your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that lean in and that calmness. And that just sincerity that you're just like, oh, shit. And that's exactly what he did to her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about this guy's been around 
what since the pre pre Hispanic century, you know, since like fourteen ninety two type right. of thing. You know what I mean? Right. He knows. He's seen it all. Like yeah. he well, knows that he can bring the around, rain and the thunder. His origin story, right? So his mom dies. Well, basically, the white folks come. Sorry, Shauna. Hey, that's Shauna and her time travel did not stop <laughs> smallpox from coming <laughs> over. Look, I was to being the sneaky. The church wouldn't have liked <laughs> me either. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shauna's time traveling powers did not stop smallpox from coming to the Americas. So they had to basically drink from the, the herb, go underwater. Moms was missing home. He said, I got you. I'm going to bury you back at home. When he comes back up, his people are enslaved. Yeah. And he's not having it. Not having it. Yeah. Kills everybody on site. And someone tells him, you are a child of Satan. A child that is not loved. Yeah. And his enemies call him Namor. How do we feel about that origin story? Yeah, I think it was cool. Eric was kind of explaining, like, the way that they just used the Spanish words to, like, create to, like, his Yeah, name. I, I thought that was, I thought that was fresh. I thought that that it gave her its, its place on, like, his own origin story, you know what I mean? Instead of having to reshape the whole origin of like the original namer i i loved how they used the play of words in spanish to el niño sin amor the kid with no love so he grabbed his name from what everybody told them that he was a kid without love you know sin amor namor so that's his yeah. name like i thought that was brilliant mm -hmm. that was pretty cool could you imagine if they had left it the same and he was just some Greek dude running around. You see what I mean? Talking <laughs> Name more Papadopoulos. Just... <laughs> Roman backwards is the more like, who, like, who would fucking care? His but I mean, even so the original namer, yeah. he looks more Asian than anything, though. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, that's why I'm like, when people got upset about the fact of the casting, I'm like, look, like, you got a Greek water guy that looks Asian. Like, that makes no sense. Like, why are you mad at that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They had to change that backstory. Because they were, yeah. because it was, it, it was terrible. But, yeah. No, but, but this I mean, one, I think, like, this one was a good, was, was oh, this one's amazing. Yeah, mm -hmm. this one, yeah, this one is, is great. It's, uh, um, I was telling Mariah, like, I remember the conversations, the talks, the videos when the first black panther came out of the pride that people talked about like the character the mm -hmm. the world mm -hmm. when i saw the underground world and they were playing that one song in the background oh man yes i teared up i cried because it was like that one time that i was like thank you because for the first time you're bringing light to my culture not being a drug dealer not being a, um, you know, construction worker or, you know what I'm saying? Like anything that people just want to burn into your conscience that Latin people are, you know what I mean? We do have so much culture and we have so much ancient art that it's been ignored for millennia, you know what I mean? And now to see it, even in a fantasy world that it is the Marvel universe mm -hmm. and so you know, um, art, 
artful and tasteful the way that they did it, I was like, thank you so much. You know, I felt that pride and I felt that what I know a lot of people felt when, when, when the first Black Panther came out, I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's all I could say. Like, it was dope. No, I, 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 I listened to a story and Eric, I do not know how to, is it Owaka? Owaka? O-A-X-A-C-A? Oaxaca. Oaxaca. There we go. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I listened to a story on the the composer, how basically he wanted someone who rapped in that language. Yeah. Not in Spanish. Yeah. He wanted someone who rapped in that language and said that there was maybe only like 19 people in the world. Yeah. Somewhere of that story who did that. And they found them and they are on the soundtrack. And just how cool and it just got goosebumps again how cool it is that this person who is probably just doing that for fun i mean i mean not so much for fun but i mean that's his passion but doing that language you're to make it to a marvel soundtrack and your music mm-hmm. is literally being heard around the world now where yeah before this movie it, it may not have ever reached anybody's ear it was uh yeah it's yucatan actually yeah, it was in yucatan i think i watched that same it was like a thing on same tiktok i saw the clip man and i mean because the music that's my favorite part of this whole like the movie so the good. music was just spot on for every scene it was just so emotional and so beautiful and yeah he went to mexico city first got the beats and worked with a yeah. contemporary artist and then I mean, no one knows what Mayan music sounds like. They kind of just had the instruments and they really just, the historians work to kind of figure out what sounds would like. And then he found the small community in Yucatan. There's like a million people who speak Mayan and there was like 10 rappers, mm-hmm. 10 Mayan rappers that he was able to like go. He like set up an Airbnb. They came over and they just collaborated and made like this amazing music. for. So, you know, the, the crazy part is, because um, I, I lived in Mexico like, Two times of my life, right? When came back to the States, went back and this and that. The part that I lived in was actually the Yucatan Peninsula, which is like the very end of the boot. You know, the when you look at Mexico, it looks like a little shoe, like a boot or whatever. It's the very end of it. That's the Yucatan Peninsula. And that is considered the Mexican Caribbean. And it's a completely different world from what Mexico is to what that is. I remember going to school and people still speak Mayan over there. Like you're speaking Spanish or English here in the States. They do teach in Mayan. There's a lot of Mayan words that are incorporated into your everyday vocabulary. Even if you don't speak Mayan, one of them we use in my house (laughs) and Mariah uses it since she's known me. And now it kind of hits home because we say tuch. That means belly button. But I've always said that word, and it stuck with me since I was five years old. And I've been saying it. My son knows it. We kind of play around with it. It's kind of like a funny word, but it's a Mayan word. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy how now, because of this movie, they brought light to Mayan hip-hop, oh, which yeah. is cool. It never, you know what I mean? Like, they, I've seen videos on YouTube. No one really pays attention to it or whatever, but... I guarantee you what now they're getting plays because of the movie you know what right. i mean so yeah i think we listened to the soundtrack the next day we, like drove up to universal on saturday we just listened to the whole soundtrack and it was just amazing oh yeah i queued it up the next day when i was working and i just had it on i was like my soundtrack for the day it was it's yeah. so good you know when the, one of the cool things that i just wanted to uh bring up is when you see the the scenes that is haiti or like the beach parts, that's all film in Puerto Rico. Yeah. David, it's not yeah. Haiti anymore. What's it called? 
Nope. <laughs> say it, say it, nope. David. I'm, I'm, nope. I'm not fucking that up. I, in my, I thought I had it in my head, but I was like, nah. I'm gonna just say Haiti. What is it? Haiti. 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 Something like that. Yeah. That's what it was. We were like, we're not singing Haiti anymore. And then the next day, I was like, shit. I, I sobered up, and I was like, all right, nah. I should just say, say, I should just say Haiti. When Spanish, they say Haiti. <laughs> No, if it ain't broke. I think it was Haiti. I think. Yeah, in Spanish we say Haiti. Mm. Mm. It's well, yeah, probably the French is pretty close. So yeah. As beautiful as it was down in the water, we gotta come back up because war is coming. Yeah. Um <laughs> we get back up and the uh Nakia is talking to Okoye, and then we see the flooding starting in the background, right? And then you just want to yell at the people, get the fuck out of the water. Yeah. Get out of the water and then just all hell breaks loose um angela has riri back up in the tower and then i'm gonna tell you because she's a she really is a, a, a g because when he took that spear and threw it into the window out of she, oh, yeah, she didn't even move she ain't flinch i would have fucking folded right in that moment <laughs> <laughs> yeah fold it and this nigga gonna cheat and start throwing all these water grenades in there and then drown her like a little. I I got so mad at him for that. Those water grenades were really interesting, actually. Like, I didn't think they were that powerful, but man, man, those things were a problem. Yeah, they yeah, those things, those things were an issue. When they even brought underwater, them, which confused yeah. me, but. <laughs> <laughs> that, that whale let all the Pressure. bombs go. I was like, they underwater. What is he gonna do? Yeah. Enough. Fuck shit enough. up. Yeah. Yeah. But as I'm watching children being swept away, you know, Angela drowning, Mbaku getting his chest caved in. I'm just like, Namor, this isn't how you get what you want, man. It's it's not. I, you have to know that, right? He told them exactly what was gonna happen. Yeah, no, I mean, and I'm telling you, when that flooding happened, I couldn't stop but to feel that it was hate-driven. You know what I mean? Like how crazy and fast it came in, that it was like, I warned you, I told yeah. you, here you go. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Crazy. And Baku but- finally saw his chance. Saw the fish man. <laughs> <laughs> the way he turned so fast, not what a fish man, and went and immediately got sent flying across the. Got his shit yeah. rocked. Oh, oh, his little, his little chest his tap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, when I'm... he came at Namor with his, yeah, you know, and Namor just lifted up his arm and it broke right there. I was like, wow, you're like, in trouble. Yeah, I saw a TikTok that said, because, you know, we got the infamous line later when he was like, they don't call him King or General. Like someone said that Namor hit him so hard. He went and did his research on him. (laughs) 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 Who the hell is this guy? He's been like, man, this this fish man. I'm not worried about him. Now he knew his name. He got punched in his chest and he knew his name, the origin. They called him. Who, what avatar he was proud of? Like he had his whole backstory. Yeah. he went back to the he went back to the mountains and found the library really fucking yep. quick. Exactly. <laughs> this, man, oh, this man. is the first time we really get to see him fight. Right. Yeah. And I know you you look at you look at Namor and you see the wings on his feet. You think it's, it's fucking stupid. 
and it is a it's a a feature from the you know from his earlier versions that they decided to keep and for me it's never worked in comic books it always takes somebody who is a very serious man who always has who who rarely has a happy conversation it's rare you see yeah. anymore in any sort of you know bright mood but those wings always made him look silly-ish. At, they were a the problem way, in the movie. The way they played it in the movie, watching him move, was it was ridiculous. I mean, he, he is an issue. And yeah. they yeah. made what was something people used to laugh at a lot look really fucking cool. And that was a task. I mean, like, the, like you said, exactly what you said, man. The fluidity of like moving from one point to another and using the yeah. ankles as, as a pushing yeah. you know like oh man he was, was hitting so nice he too. was hitting euro steps mid-air <laughs> between yeah. helicopters and it's like yeah man it looked it looked it looked seamless the way the way they did that mm-hmm. you know and 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 going back to the character like they he did a really good job on you i don't even think you see him crack a smile or anything throughout the whole movie he keeps that composure of being serious He's there for business, and I'm here to do whatever it takes to get my goal yeah. accomplished. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not. He kind of uh, reminds me of who was it? Uh, uh, Oscar Isaac, Moon Knight. Just how quickly he can just change his entire what yeah. he's doing with his face and his tone, because he could go from being super serious without looking mean to just being soft and sweet. And I, this is what I need to do to get what I want because he didn't show any sort of anger to Shuri at first. It kind of, it was actually kind of like, it was weird how he could go from being so cool and calm. And here's my mom's bracelet. to like we said, he's up on the shore with Angela and just leans in and just not raising a voice is basically like, I'll, I'll come kill all of y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but the same fate, it's just, he, it's, it, I don't know the his man. I think that's what you get when. I think that is one of the great results of casting somebody that you don't know, like that. I think that's what we get with Anthony Anthony Starr with Homelander too, because Homelander mm. changes on yes. a dime, but we didn't know him. So all yeah. of the face acting, how he how they slip in and out of these very intense scenes where they are feeling intensely and emoting intensely but not yeah. necessarily raising their voice or anything like I think if you had a, a character or an actor playing those roles that we knew and recognized you'd immediately have a preconce- preconceived notion oh, yeah. of whether or not they could do it so I think that's where you that's one of the yeah. benefits of casting someone you've never seen before he's amazing the way mm-hmm. he does that I don't yeah. I, but I think that's one of the, the great things about casting him without us knowing who he was yeah, I can definitely bring up like The Rock and Black Adam. We went oh, to God. see it and there was a scene where I wanted to laugh because I was waiting for The Rock to say something funny because I knew like if this was not his character, he would have made a sarcastic comment in the moment. But of course he didn't because that's not how what he was trying to be. But I was like, I, I kind of chuckled like I laughed to myself in the theater because I was waiting for the sarcastic moment because in a normal rock movie, he would have said something funny in that moment. So it, w- it was really, 
it, yeah, it, it, it was just really hard at some some of those scenes to watch because I was expecting like a, a, a funny moment, which is what we normally get from The Rock. Did y'all see that clip of him where he basically was like, look, y'all beat our ass in the movie theater this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think this, they Beyond. more this weekend in their entire run so far, Black Adam. And he's like, I got to give it to y'all. Y'all whooped our ass. Oh, yeah. It was like 180 million versus his like 6.8 or whatever it was 6. for. 6.8. Yeah. No, no, no. Damn. Well, maybe for the box office open, like the weekend. Well, they're saying they're saying Black Adam is gonna be uh, a little bit short of four hundred million worldwide, where that's they're still on the red because of how much they spent on advertisement and you know, so they're still they're still way under. You know what I mean? And Wakanda just pretty much just blew that out of the water the first weekend. Yeah, 180 million, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're still on the they're still on the red though. Yeah, I still I love that movie. Though. <laughs> I'm still gonna come and, say, and, and say I love that movie. Huh? What'd you say, David? I said the hierarchy of power in, in the DCU. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Eric said he still loves it though. Hey, I'm waiting for that Doctor Fate movie, but. That's another conversation, though. Yeah, Namor well, kills kills a, a lot very of important woman to me. He killed. He killed our auntie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and didn't think she nerve. was gonna die. I wasn't expecting that either. It, it, it that, totally that, popped me that off came out of that came out of fucking nowhere. I was not expecting that whatsoever. Yeah. You no, know, it was like Bambi. I was watching them resuscitate Riri, and I was like, okay, they're going to go get her next. They're going to get her next. And then when they weren't, I was like, oh, she'll be up in a second. Come on, Angela. She's like, Angela, she'll be up. Angela, what's wrong? Angela, you're still not moving. <laughs> like- Did anyone read or find out, like, why? Because I always feel like when they kill off people in movies or shows, it's because there's, like, a contract dispute. That's the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, what no. the hell happened between Angela and the writers that they decided to kill her off? Nah, I think. I, I mean, but why? I think it's a symptom of this being the last movie of Phase Four, because Phase Five is going to be about new faces. I think it's about clearing the board and letting the new generation take over. I think that's the theme hmm. that we've seen. Yeah. Over the last, uh, over multiple titles, is that they are handing over the the torch. The my kid is up. Sorry. Um. <laughs> but I, I think that's why but I did love like to your, like you said Denise you know Namor comes at her with the spear doesn't flinch she's fucking ready they could have given her kind of like that Valkyrie battlefield death and instead they gave her that moment where she she doesn't just give up right? she sacrifices herself like she could have just given up she's fucking tired Nobody blames mm-hmm. her for being fucking tired. She could have just given in and said, you know what? This is it. I'm done. But she saw Riri over there and she went, not today, not on my watch. And I and I actually really loved when Killmonger shows up on the ancestral plane oh. and Shuri says, what, what about my mom? And he's like, you fucking put some respect on her name. She's a fucking incredible woman. And I was just like, I, I, I just, I loved that they were able to, to give her that moment as well. I think honestly that is this is not the last we're gonna see because it opens up. Yeah, no, it opens up because remember now we we open it up to where she could be in the ancest- ancestral plane. Yep. 
She could be that one that's going to be, you know, talking to the future Black Panther or to even Shuri, you know, now donning the mantle of the Black Panther. She could be the one that could be talking to the future, you know, kings or queens. Mm -hmm. I think that's the connection that we're going to have is to have that familiar face of the older generation, Mm -hmm. you know going forward because i i think i i read something about her talking to the director of why are we killing my character off and he was like well you gotta remember now you know there's ancestral planes there's multiverses there's way many ways to bring back a character so it's not the last that we're gonna see that character i think hmm. well i think at that I point, think it was hilarious they gave her that Mufasa moment at the end when Sherry we'll and Namor fighting. We'll get to that fighting. Mufasa moment, but yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. I, I said, thought about that. When Eric was I like, said, this is disrespectful as shit, when Eric, Eric, Yes, when, we'll get to that moment because when Eric said, there's ways to bring them back, I said, I'm not going to keep having her Mufasa her Not after that. Oh, no, no Angela, no. she's got bigger and better things to do now. She's like, you killed Please me off the, the movie. I'm... Oh, yeah. Well, like we said, our queen is dead and... I ain't got time today in the morgue to look at Sherry and said, look, bear your dead, mourn your lasses, because I'm going to be back here in a week. Or no. Uh, Bia is still on. Now. And I'm going to be back next week. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> Again, I just, this, how do you expect allyship after this? Oh, it, it was over. It just makes him no different from the Spanish people that he was like, he's so upset at. It's just like, I'm going to come up here. I'm going I'm to whip you into submission. It's not, though. It's not. Well, no, tell it's me not. how. So, I mean, it's like one of the things that we kind of skipped over was the fact that at first they didn't believe him because to the Wakandans, vibranium is a of it's it's a foundation of on everything they believe that they were somehow the chosen ones that were given this yep. gift from God. Mm-hmm. He shows up and like Sherry says to her mom, because her mom's like, You fucking liar. And Sherry's like, nah, he's he's covering it by He's covering it. She knows he's telling the truth and she can accept that because she's a scientist. She's not worried about all that religion and stuff. But you hear Okoye when she finds out, she's like, So Everything I've believed since I was a little girl, it was a lie. Yeah, like, see, that shook everything. Yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, so, this movie, it does have the struggle of tradition versus new ways, right? Like, you see it when 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 Angela comes into uh, Shuri's, you know, her lab at first, and she's just struggling with the AI thing. Like, it's going to come and kill us all. Like, get it out of here. We don't need it. She's mm-hmm. like, Mom, it's not going to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, there there is a constant struggle between old school ways, new school ways, tradition, new world. So just killed off the old school. I, I think, like, yeah. I mean, I think, like, the whole thing with, like, Namor and Wakanda, right? It's like, he's trying to drive the point across, like, it's between you and me. Like, we're supposed to take care of this issue right now. So well, yeah, either but, we're going to join forces or then we're going to be enemies. Like I'm saying, like for him, 
it's it's not so much that he that he's a backer here for him. It's just that he wasn't bothering anybody. They were minding their own business, and then mm-hmm. the Wakandans send every nation on Earth on a manhunt for vibranium because they decide, okay, well, you know what? We're out now. He was like, but, or A, you we didn't even know we existed. <laughs> yeah. But now we also have to be out because you dick has decided that you wanted to go play with the UN <laughs> and you're costing, you're going to cost my people their lives. Cause remember he came and did all this shit because they killed one. They killed, they killed that girl in the cave and he was like, alright, bet. It's time to go. Yeah. So the fact that his entire kingdom is now in jeopardy because of them, I feel like he's being generous and saying, I'm giving you a week. Because he, he, he didn't have to stop. He could have just wiped them off the face of the earth. Yeah, right he could have just went done. ham right there. Yeah. But I mean, the movie would have been 20 minutes long. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the time when uh, well, Shuri just, she makes that, uh, the heart stuff again with the bracelet and she becomes a Black Panther. Like we said, she goes to the ancestral plane. She's expecting to see her family and she sees Killmonger and she actually gets upset about it. And he's like, you called me. Another <laughs> genuine surprise on my end. Was it because I put in the group chat that he was cast in the movie? I didn't think. Okay, first, like I'm in the movie at that point. I'm not thinking about. It was before that. the movie. I w- I'm not thinking about that. Okay. I'm thinking. Okay, I see. I thought I saw the top of uh, Angela's hat, and then she goes around and it's him. I was like, oh, oh. They had that man sit there in a white cable knit sweater. Oh. <laughs> you know, he didn't he get a dashiki so, or nothing. He looked so <laughs> handsome until he starts talking with that angry voice and tone. I'm like, just, I don't know. I saw, okay. <laughs> I saw people on Twitter talking about it. They're like, yo, I'm glad he's dead because ain't no fucking way he was about to sit there and act with Jonathan Majors. That shit was going to be <laughs> Oh, man. Well, he basically is like, look, it comes down to who you're going to be. Are you going to be like me and get shit done? Or are you going to be like your brother and just, you know, take the noble way out? So that's the question that comes into play when she starts fighting, when when that week is up and he comes back. You know, she figures out, you know, he comes up for air. When he comes up for air, we got to evaporate him out, put him under that cafeteria red light, dry him out. <laughs> and that way he can't get he can't get wet again. And that's how and that's how we do it. So they get yeah. it set up. They lure them out into the ocean. Yeah. For this for this big fight. Yeah. They can't they can't do it in Wakanda because they don't want them to come back and fuck Wakanda up anymore. Yeah. So they go out into the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. So yeah. They're home away from home. The whole point is she's not making good decisions right now. This is yeah. not a good this is not a good decision. That's what Mbaku was telling her. He was like, "Look, you don't want to do this. You're not thinking rationally. You're 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 coming at this from a place of anger." Mm-hmm. And that's she why she doesn't... brings back Okoye too, though. Yeah, it, she 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 doesn't she doesn't care about Mbaku, his people, her people, whatever. This is her saying, "Yep, I am 
vengeance. I'm going to go and kill these motherfuckers. I really don't care what happens. I just need to get my hands on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. She she thinks irrationally. They get on Noah's fucking ark and they sail out to the middle of the ocean when you're fighting people who live in the ocean. And it goes exactly how you think it would go. Yeah. Fighting people from the ocean on the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, love, I love the way that they just like cling to the boat the entire fight. There were just like some people who were just on the sides. I just... I- I actually like when she came in and she was just like going through the side and with the cannons on the hands. Like that was, that was pretty cool. The fight scene was, I, I liked I mean, for the most part, I liked the fight scene. I mean, Namora again, showing us that she is a problem down there, you know, trying to bust into the bottom of the boat. Atuma yeah. and Okoye get their, their, their uh, revenge fight again off. Um, and then Shuri is off. Fighting in the morn one on one, and uh, the little roaster thing. She's surprised that he breaks out of it. I mean, the man's a I god. Don't... Doesn't it feel like it was just the regular ass ship? Like they didn't fortify that room at all. It was the weirdest thing. It he broke out of it in almost no time. I was like, did no well, time because I I think I think they thought that the whole heat thing was gonna be like that's it. You know, he's oh, done. Like, like it's gonna be he's gonna dry acid. up. He's not going to have any water. His strength is going to be gone. But when they forget that he's still half human, where like he's still good to go. You know what the I mean? I do get distracted from the water. Bond. Yes. You cool gun. to him in that little room. He broke out. I was he sitting said- there watching. I was like, wait a minute. Did they think he was just going to die? Like he was just going to fall yeah. down? I, she must have because I'm like you're crazy so she gets the idea of hey we're going to go to the desert and as soon as she said those words I, I, I literally started begging please don't kill him please don't kill him boy that was please a good fight him. yeah please don't kill him Ooh, when he, he ri- when she ribs that oh, the, one yeah the one of the, the wings. wings oh my god yeah up until you know, that point he was putting his hands all up and down that lady yeah yeah you know what though? Yeah. I, I I loved this fight scene. And so one of the things that I loved so much about it was just the size comparison between Shuri and Namor and and also like you saw Mbako and Baku and, and Namor, like the size difference between that slight little woman and these actors was insane. And I, I loved to see the fight play out. Um but I just wanted to kind of bring up to Denise, I had the same don't kill them. Please don't kill them. And I, I think I knew going into this movie, the likelihood was less. But yeah, you here's said what Marvel, I wanted Marvel to say. has a villain problem. Like you've said That's that what I, That is what I was going to say. If yeah. this were first gen, first phase Marvel, he would have died. One in, one out. That's Mar- Marvel has a problem with that. This phase Marvel, like with, uh, who was it? Gore. Gore and yeah, they, ha- yeah. they bring in these giant, giant villains who tower over and have hugely long arcs. And... Loki was the only one to escape that for a long time. We're starting to see, and then Thanos, like, unless they're unless they're, the villain is the the villain of the entire phase where they started to kind of do that. But even then, like people like Killmonger, like one in and one out. It was sad. It's sad to see them because they have so much potential and they have right. so much charisma. Because you know everybody here knows without how much we love villains, right? And I was I was like, if you kill this man. Your words were ringing in my ear. I was like, "Don't, please, don't kill him. Don't he's do not it. A, 
in my I was like, he's not a villain. Like, let's just do this anti-hero thing. Yeah. He's not a villain. We'll keep him around. He's got good no, in him. No, they didn't. They didn't bring. They didn't bring Namora Atuma. Like they, like they didn't bring all this extra in just to kill him. This movie, I, I, I but I, I didn't, I didn't know, and I did, I, I'm never putting it past them. But I was literally in my seat begging, please don't kill him, please get him to the water. When she had him down, when he, when he was down and his uh, the feather was off and she ripped the, the thing out. I was just like, just barrel roll him to the water, please. Yep. But that Mufasa moment came up, right? Yeah. We're there. We're, the, we we're at the Mufasa moment where she shows up. <laughs> Show him who you are. Which actually is a callback to the Black Panther movie when um, T'Challa was fighting M'Baku yeah. uh, for the throne. And uh, he had uh, M'Baku had T'Challa against the ropes, and it looked bad. And she, Angel, yelled out, "Show him who you are!" And he came back, and then had M'Baku, and he said, "Yield." And that's exactly how this fight was. And Shuri saw that, so she heard her mother's in the in that moment, heard her mother's words, saw T'Challa bounce back, and saw T'Challa make M'Baku yield. So when she hears that, her mother's voice in her head. That's that callback of this is what we do when we're against the ropes. We come back and I'm going to give you the chance to yield. Yeah. And he took it very yeah. quickly. And, but I'm also going to give you what you're asking for. Because, and I think, I think that's a big part of it. It wasn't just that she, that she got him to yield. It was that she got him to yield and she was like, "Okay, you know what? You're asking for an ally, and you have one. We'll we will protect the waters and make sure nobody fucks with you, so that you don't have to do it yourself and risk discovery. We'll do that yeah. for you because you're right. The, we are the reason we're in this situation anyway. So we'll give you what you're asking for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which, for some reason, does not go over well with Nomura." No. Yeah, that's I saw Home that too. Like, she was just we... ready to go. She said, "Why Kill. are we back here and alive still?" Yeah, why we were fighting to the death on, on that one. Right, and she thought she was too when that Sonic emitter. Boy, she she swam up to that shit. I was like, because a tumor was swimming with her, right, and then he fell off, or somebody was swimming yeah. with her and and couldn't do it anymore. She said, "Fuck that!" Swam all the way up and busted it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "She's gonna be a problem." In the next movie, I, I don't know I, if they're gonna give him a movie or a show, either one. But I cannot wait to see him fight it too. Man, it's just gonna be wild. But you know what's crazy though? Like they're already with um, toy packaging, right? They're already throwing the Avenger logo on him. Like I believe when it. you look at when you look at because I bought the I bought one of the figures for the new the new movie, right? And it yeah. says. Namor with the Avengers logo right next to it. They're already giving you the understanding that I just he is going to join the Avengers. Project of him being tormented before I see him as an Avenger. Just one more. Just I think he's going to end up being an Avenger in the way that Loki is going to end up kind of, yeah. sort of maybe being an Avenger. Okay, I can like kind of halfway in, halfway out. Yeah, like, like I'm with he, you guys. But I'm not still really. putting my people in myself first. Yeah, right. Like he's like but Avenger adjacent. He doesn't yeah. assemble with the Avengers. He's like adjacent to the Avengers. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, he does play that role in the comic books too. I can he's that. brought war to the Avengers. He's brought war to the X Men. I mean, the guy is a serious problem in 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 the Marvel universe. I mean, he is like uh, for the MCU, they they do put him right next to Thor in strength. Like, I mean, the guy is powerful. Yeah. yeah. Well, Riri goes back home. Mbaku challenges for the throne. I can't remember what Shuri is. Is he king now? Shuri, Shuri's I, in Haiti. Yeah. Yeah, he's oh, got to be king. Right. I mean, I don't, well, I, don't think, I don't see anybody beating him. Yeah, I was about to say, I think nah. we just see somebody he's asking for challengers. I don't, I don't, who would fight him? Right. I mean, I think you just have you have to if you go. I think that was just their way of everybody saying, "Okay, Mbaku's king now. Shuri doesn't want to be queen. She's off just being Black Panther." Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So she shows up to uh, burn her funeral robes, and it's kind of sweet because in the beginning you kind of hear that the wind pushes you forward. You hear the you know that's the message. That's what the wind does. Like I hear his voice in the wind telling me to keep going, and when she's on the beach, it is absolutely silent again and all you hear mm-hmm. is that wind and man i'm tearing up now thinking about it that hit so hard <laughs> just hearing yeah. that wind it hit denise so hard she shot she got up and left because there was no mid-credit scene or no no post-credit scene no here's the thing i google before i go in now i'm not gonna say i don't have time i know I, I was i was still sitting there crying and being all in my feelings about everything i just watched and i get a text message from you Hey, there ain't no post credit scene. We can do it. Trying to save me time. I Google before I go in how many end credit scenes. I thought there was a mid credit and that was it. And I was like, oh, okay, we're good after that. Yeah, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to sit and watch the whole thing anymore if I don't have to. Um, but it was super <laughs> sweet. That moment of that, that keep going. Again, it's not so much. It's just, yeah. it's a message from the Black Panther, you know, for, for Shuri. But it's also just a message from Chadwick. Just keep, oh. Mm-hmm. Whew, keep going. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, because that was his thing. He was just like, I want there to be Black Panthers, even after me. I want that just to keep going. So that was just... Yeah. Oh, that was the thing he I wanted. Mean, that was super sweet. The fact that we have a a kid, you know what I mean? That yeah. you know is going to take the mantle. That's why they're introducing him. They're, you know... I don't yeah. know. That was pretty Wait, cool. How did we feel about that mid-credit scene? It made me sad. On one hand, I'm, I'm, I, I was kind of like, okay. On the other hand, I kind of felt for Sherry, right? Like, your mom, Nakia, and your brother have been keeping this huge secret from you. From you. Like, you and your brother are the, are, I mean, so close. And it, and 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 I know she's always felt like she was a child, and it's just like you all couldn't trust me with this. That I'm just meeting my nephew for the first time at six years old, and my mom knew. Well, she was just she drowning was, rage, she was though. Gone you know what I mean? Years of it. I yeah, I know. But still, when she comes back, it's just like, hey, here's, here's, the, I guess. I, I I was I'm with you, Denise. I. I had that in the back of my head too. Like she is very chill for finding out that everybody knew about this and didn't breathe a word of it while she was grieving and while she was losing herself in that grief. Like that, that might've been enough to say like, Hey, 
let's go to let, let's go to Haiti. Let's we have a trip. There's something there's somebody that you should meet and that sh- maybe will help mm-hmm. you. So I, I yeah. felt I did feel that. I think it would take a lot of it would take a lot of wanting to be angry to be sitting there in that moment angry about that. If 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 they just can't even say, Yeah, this is this is your nephew. He did Chad, you know, or T'Challa didn't want anybody to know. He wanted him to just have some time to grow up normal. It'd be a real selfish move to get mad at a dead person in that moment. So I'm with David. No matter no matter how logical it is for her to be mad. That's some bullshit. When she asked, did my mother knew? I was like, I know that's right. Get mad. And when the kid said yes and she just didn't say anything, I was like, what the fuck you asked for? Well, you got to take into consideration what she's going through the whole, like, maybe three years before that, two years before that. Like, she's just lost in in her work. I I was taking all that into consideration. That's why I was like, it might have been nice and calming to know that a piece of her brother still lives on and that he's here and she has a nephew. And everyone knows yeah. about him. Not everyone, but the people closest to her know about her, and she's the only one who doesn't know that he's around. Well, the the person that made the decision and then he is has, dead. The, he made fun so, of her name. Who did? Yeah, he, yeah. He was like, oh, oh, born, said, oh, yeah. He said, yeah, it's okay too. I guess. What do you mean, you guess? Get out of here. This is a lot. Fine. I. <laughs> I'm, I was with you on. Den- I was with you, Denise. I was like, she's a very having a very chill reaction to this, but uh, I I liked it. I think it fits with. I think it fits with the th- like again the theme we've already talked about, which is passing on the torch, passing on the mantle. It's setting up for the new generation. Thor has a kid now. Like everybody's got a kid uh, from from our originals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it it absolutely fits in with all of the other characters character development that we've seen from all of our other major avengers so it all it fits for me um and i think that given all of the challenges that ryan coogler had with the unexpected passing of chadwick boseman i think he honestly landed an landed on all of the best decisions he could have made. I like yeah. that T'Challa died of an unknown illness. Some people said that that was too close to home. I liked it. I think it worked really well. Uh, I I like the, I like Shuri. I, I like Shuri as the Black Panther. The passing of that on, I like, I like the introduction of him having a kid, of him taking on the name T'Challa. We, with all the multiverse and everything else that's going on, we could age him up quickly or just leave him out of it and just check back in in a few years. So I, there's, I, I think that he made all the right choices because now too with for the whole recast Black Panther camp, here you go. Like he mm-hmm. he he did the best he could, and I think he did a very good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's other. You gotta keep in mind now that you guys mentioned the fact that all this original characters have kids now, right? There is the story of the Young Avengers. Yeah, so it's coming. We probably just send it up now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it is so well thought of that, you know, it's probably, it's probably something that they thought about, like, as they were writing this movie. But going back to the final scene, it actually made me really sad in a personal level because... It hits home on what Chadwick didn't leave anybody behind. 
You know what I mean? Like he didn't have any kids. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of sad to like, you know, it kind of reminds you of like, you know, he didn't leave anything behind, you know? And I don't know. It, it was just sad for me to see that. Hmm. Yeah. David, Mariah, was it good for you? Oh, the mid credit scene? Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm usually a pretty hateful person. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm wildly negative. Gee, I've never and thought. I, I, I liked it a lot. I didn't love it because unless they're going to do something with it, I, I didn't see the point in it. And I felt mm -hmm. like there were different ways to use that time. But mm -hmm. if they are going to do something with it, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I was surprised there wasn't like an actual after in credit scene after that was that was going to maybe show a glimpse of what was next because that's usually what they do. I mean, we get to see a scene from what's yeah. coming. So I was surprised I that they didn't. That they didn't do that. Yeah, but I say selfishly, I didn't want one. Yeah. So when I saw one mid credit scene, I was like, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of a lot a lot of the future of the franchise was writing on this movie now. You know what I mean? Like that's what. Because even when they ask Kevin about Namor's future, they're like, we got to see how, you know, we got to see how this one does. Well, but he like, said that, but then he also said that he went to Ryan and was like, these characters deserve another, like, they deserve to have their story told again. Like, right. So he wants to see them future. But yeah, he it, that is true. They were kind of worried about how this movie would do without T'Challa. I mean, don't get me wrong, too. Like, in the back of my mind, too, I felt a little bit like, oh, man, what is this going to do in real life? Is this going to bring black and brown relationships back? Because, you know, it could happen, you know? According to oh, yeah, the you missed Denise, or, Yeah, you, you missed Denise earlier. It actually could happen, some, you know? And, I mean, it's, it movies have done that before. Together, meaning that there is some tension right now. I thought, see, I, I guess I'm a dreamer. I thought the alliance was good. No, but I'm saying like Are in the, the initial, good? like the initial, like, you know, how <laughs> they were fighting against each other. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I thought, like, but at the end, how they came together or, you know, yeah. working for the same purpose. There's even oh, those, in the movie, uh, not in real life. yeah, he's not talking about real life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about real life, though. Oh. Guys. I'm talking about oh, real, real life. life. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about real life. Like, because it, I mean, movies do that sometimes. Yeah. You know, but it's actually been the opposite. So if you see a Mexican doing all this, this, all this, all this TikToks about like people doing this and then responding with the, you know, Wakanda salute, like that's pretty cool to me. That's they took it in a different direction. I'm gonna be very think. honest with everybody. <laughs> if you come with me on the fucking street, <laughs> you put your <laughs> isn't that the and you do a Hadouken? Hadouken. If somebody walked up to me and did this. Um, like, to I'm fight. calling the police. I'm not. <laughs> that is ingrained in my brain as a fighting gesture. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm calling and the cops. And now they're trying to tell me it. that it's a hello. And I'm like, no, this has always been like a... <laughs> I'm about to get wrecked. <laughs> always. Oh, All right. Speaking of, of real life, though, like, the thing that I came back to a lot watching this movie was what Everybody was talking about how this movie would perform, what the rewrites were going to look like, all of these things. And all I was thinking was, this is a personal triumph for every single person 
on screen and in the background to come back, to go to set, to go to work every day, to make this movie with the loss of Chadwick Mm -hmm. Boseman, to just go in there with, with COVID and all of the problems that they had with production, just the, just, I hope that all of them feel that they pulled it off and that they did the best they could in a a situation that was incredibly difficult. I, I can't imagine having to go to work every day and film a movie about grief while you're experiencing it and and having to share that very deeply personal um loss my days on right screen now, I, I couldn't i couldn't my days right now are to the point of if i suffer any of the minor in- inconveniences i'm like i'm shutting my day down i'm working from <laughs> home i'm going back into my house i'm sitting on my couch i'm gonna watch tv i can't imagine like you said going through covid going through starting and stopping, going through, we got to rewrite the whole movie and getting this production out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I can't. Cause, and especially in a time where, I mean, this was right at COVID, where if yeah. someone coughed in your direction, like, it was chaos, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, they were in the height of it. I just, yeah, that is, that is a huge success for them, huge win. Yeah, and, and then all the while, while everybody's scrutinizing you, and like the, the, how closely guarded everything had to be, oh, just. But you can see the joy on their face. I I think they are yeah. feeling it though, especially when you see them promoting it. When you see them on the red carpet or the purple carpets now, they are abs- the the joy on their face and their interactions with each other. I think they are having fun with it, and I think they do. They 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 are seeing the successes of it. To not, you know, you see him and he's seeing murals of his face on buildings in his headdress and everything. So it's it's all real to him. And, you know, again, he's it's not lost on him that I, he even said he was like, you know, when I look at TV in Mexico right now, you would think you're watching Scandinavian TV because of how light everyone is. So for someone of my complexion to come on a huge screen, I, I feel like this is going to be the start of something. So I, I don't think this is all lost on them, which is I love. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that when we were talking about trailers, I did swear up and down that this movie would end on hope and everybody disagreed with me. Am I misremembering? I think you did. I don't know. I feel like I said it will end on a hopeful note. The Lord was down in his little painting arts and crafts room painting a picture of a... That was not a hopeful note to end on. Of him and a panther tussling. So I yeah. don't feel like... <laughs> I mean, he was he was just drawing what happened. That wasn't the scary part for me. The scary part was Namora. that... Yeah, he was like, yeah, look, man, I know we made a deal with him. It's for our best interest. She looked real murdery while he was while he was saying that. Well, we love a villain on the show, so... I have a feeling they're going to turn on him at one point. That's what I'm saying. And they are. I, I know the they are. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. So. I'm waiting for it. Atuma is going to be like the... The main what, main guy, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a he's one of Namor's pretty uh, pretty constant yeah. adversaries or whatever in the comic yeah. books. Yeah. Also, yeah, just quick shout out: the Wakandans learned Mayan really quick. Is it just, or did they have translators in their ear? Because well, all of a sudden they were like, on the kinda... bridge that she could kind of understand it. She kind of knew it. And Nakia, some of like... them do. The and only the one that Nakia, d- doesn't speak Mayan high. is the main guy. Yeah, M- Okoye M- on the bridge M- said she kind of understood it anyway. Nakia, she just knows a shit ton of languages because that's her job. She's a spy. She needs to go in and out and know shit. So. But Mayan. 
That's yeah. true. She, she picked, well, she didn't know it. She picked up on it quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, all of a sudden, everybody's speaking Mayan, and I, I don't know if I missed something. <laughs> and the fact that they had to change colors on the screen, I, I, I love that. Yeah, that was great. I liked that detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we didn't talk about the colonizer too much, Ross, but at the end, he is being <laughs> escorted to prison because Val is... Is in which I, your ex-wife is the director of the CIA. Why are you freely talking about her to anything, anywhere, as if she mm-hmm. will not bug something? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she's in the CIA. So he was actually quite surprised to hear that she knew all of his conversations because she bugged his beads. But anyway. Also, I wondered how you bug beads because I feel like Shuri would have made them unbuggable somehow. I don't or know. That, or that somehow I, Shuri's technology is better than Val's. Yeah. And she didn't know that. So, yeah. I, I was like, I didn't, I thought that Wakanda's technology. Been a chip or something she put on it. Yeah, I don't know. They I had just, to shoehorn this shit into the oh, movie anyway. It wasn't supposed to make sense. I, don't, I, I feel fair. like. That makes, I, yeah, I was just like, Wakandan technology is supposed to be above and beyond. It seems strange that she, she was able to do that, but you're right. She, yeah, she gets out of the car. She's like, yep, time for me to go. I was like, nah, she's being Could have been the phone, right. though. I mean, it didn't necessarily have to be the beads. Well, no, she, she said, said the beads. If you, oh, it was the beads? Yeah, yeah she yeah, said, yeah, I bugged the beads. She yeah. says it in the movie, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like I said, that the the unbelievable part to me, because like you said, David, I, I can't, I didn't want to focus too much on how that, the unbelievable part to me was, you would trust your wife, the director of the CIA, to not bug right. your shit and to basically just talk freely to her about something. Like, I just, that was unbelievable to me. But he's sense. being transported to prison, as we've seen time and time again in any movie. Like, I feel like there should be an industry for these trucks to where if there is something in the road, a, a claw just comes out and moves it because every time prison transports happen, <laughs> coincidentally, something's in the road. And they have to get out, or they have to run in, or it just blocks it off. And you know so Okoye wild. comes and saves him in her midnight angel suit. I forgot this whole part of the movie to happen. My God, I didn't fucking care about this shit at all. Like, yeah. I, and I, I, you're explaining it. I'm like, what is she talking about? It's like, <laughs> oh shit, they broke, yeah, they, that's right, they broke him out of that fucking yeah, truck. Yeah, she broke him out. Forgot yeah. it even happened. The okay. colonizer in chains. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that was Black Panther Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Um, Forever. I know we're going to do like a whole like phase four. So we'll like rank it or anything like that. But was it was right. it good? Like you guys, it was what you needed, what you wanted, what you were expecting? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I enjoyed it very much. Nice. I also enjoyed it. It was thank thank you all for pressuring me into getting a babysitter and going to the movies. You're welcome. <laughs> like you said, I think you said every everyone was staring at you. It was the the thick makeup that you had on that you decided to wear. Oh my god! Yeah, we went out and we had some some dinner after at like a marketplace. I I had waterproof Black mascara. Uh, I waterproofed it and I was walking around. People kept looking at me and I was like. I also might have a little a touch of xenophobia from COVID, but I felt like people kept looking at me and I looked at Mike. I was like, is my makeup crazy right now? Why are people looking at me? Raccoon eyes. <laughs> well, everybody, thanks for joining us for our little round table of uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, if you want more of the nerds, you can find us on our socials at The Spirited Nerds. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're on the hellscape that is Twitter. Uh, all of those fun places. You can find us on Facebook. Um, yep. but we hope you enjoyed this episode. And 
join us next time for when we talk more nerd shit. And thanks to our guest, Eric. And thanks to Eric! Us. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Of course, of course. I forgot I, you I try to make it home as soon as possible just so I could be in the talks. <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> you. Thank I, you. I honestly just forgot that you were a guest because I just feel like you're always here with us. You just have that, that vibe. Eric well, I mean, <laughs> when you guys get the contract ready, I'm ready to Fifth sign nerd. it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.